Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. As you know, I'm Helly, and I talk about eating disorders and how to bash them out of your life to find freedom and hopefully some fun, because fun is going to be the topic of today. But I hope you're all doing okay at the moment. I'm sure that a lot of you are going through quite a mixture of emotions as we start this new year. And hopefully you're starting this new year with a positive outlook for what the year can bring you. And no matter how the year has started up to now, you can still turn things around and make your outlook for 2024 feel positive and optimistic. Because there's no reason why it shouldn't be positive and optimistic. But I'm sure, as I say, a lot of you are experiencing a real mixture of emotions at the moment. From a sense of relief, perhaps, that you got through December and that the Christmas period is behind us, but maybe mixed in with some feelings of just New Year, maybe a bit of low mood that comes with that for a lot of people, Um, especially those of us who are in the Northern Hemisphere at the moment, where the winter can start to feel a bit relentless and ongoing and dark and gets a bit too much at times. So... If that is you, if you're feeling a bit low at times, just be kind to yourself. Treat yourself as you would treat the person who is most dear to you in this life or the pet that is most dear to you in your life, if that's the case. Treat yourself with compassion and with kindness and with love because you deserve to. This year can still be positive and this year can still be one in which you really do push into bashing the eating disorder out of your life hard and fast and it will be worth it. There'll be ups and downs on the way but it will be worth it. So as I said then the topic of today's episode is actually fun and I know fun is something that you might be listening to this especially if you're feeling a bit depressed and you might be thinking Helly shut up. I'm not interested. Just shut up. In fact, you might be tempted to switch off this episode right now thinking fun just doesn't apply to me in my life. I don't do fun. I have an eating disorder. Doesn't she realise that fun and eating disorders just don't go together? Well, just listen on because fun matters in your life and it matters in building your life beyond an eating disorder. So, How often do you really have fun? And I know if you have an eating disorder, your answer to that is probably, yeah, not very often. In fact, I'm not sure I can really remember the last time I had fun. I know that was the case for me with an eating disorder. And in this modern day world of interacting with technology more than people and the urgency to be productive every waking moment that seems to be part of our modern culture, good old fashioned fun is something that more people than ever are missing from their lives. But an eating disorder is going to magnify that loss of fun at least a thousand times over. But modern pressures aside, 
a brain that has a deeply entrenched eating disorder, or any other form of addiction for that matter, has much less capacity to experience real fun or even pleasure from other things in life. And when your brain is in that state, that's a state that they actually have a very fancy name for, and that's called anhedonia. So anhedonia is a word to describe and define the inability or the reduced ability to experience pleasure from anything in life at the moment. And of course, living with that is miserable and it's a form of depression in itself. So the eating disorder itself is likely to have made many aspects of your life miserable or at least emotionless. And the kinds of things that give others enjoyment can be much less pleasurable to an energy deficit addicted brain. If you're anything like I was, you've likely become very good at laughing to fit in with what's expected in social company, but rarely with a genuine and joyful belly laugh. I can so clearly remember the first time I had a real laugh after having been in the eating disorder for so long and not having felt genuine laughter for so long that you forget what it's like because you've not experienced it for so long. And that first time that I really laughed, I started crying because it was so amazing to feel genuine laughter again, but also mixed with such sadness that I'd lost it for such a long time. But that's what an eating disorder will do to you. And when you're overcoming an eating disorder, and your narrowed focus opens up to the ability to experience life's ups and downs again, then as you find yourself able to experience pleasure again in all kinds of things, it's really important to find ways to rediscover the fun in life, because fun in life is oh so important. But you might be asking, well, why? Why exactly does it matter if fun is now lacking from my addicted and disordered life? So in this episode, I'm going to talk about why fun matters in building your life beyond an eating disorder. But before delving into that, let's just clarify exactly what fun is. So what is fun? According to a dictionary definition, fun is pleasure, enjoyment, or light-hearted entertainment. And fun is actually most recognisable in children, who are easily swept along in moments of pure enjoyment, guilt-free and innocent. To have fun means to be in the moment. Putting worries about other things aside, it's letting go of your inhibitions and not being scared to be seen as silly. Because those concerns about being seen as silly, only hold you back from letting go and finding pure joy in the moment. And fun also commonly involves imagination and creativity. So although it's possible to have fun alone, the chances of finding fun or laughing are also vastly increased when you spend time with other people. The common belief that children laugh more than adults is actually found by research to not be as simple as that. And actually researchers have found that the amount anyone laughs is dependent on the number of social interactions they have, irrespective of how old they are. 
So based on this information about fun, it's perhaps easy to see why fun is something that becomes less easy to find when you have an eating disorder. Because an eating disorder will make you much more inhibited, particularly with food and the ability to just relax freely. And an eating disorder can also lead you to become much more isolated. But it's not just people with eating disorders who lose touch with the life skill of fun, although an eating disorder will affect you more than most. But when you do lose your ability for fun, so much suffers. When you stop having fun, you stop being the best possible version of yourself. And then everyone misses out. You miss out, and the people who love you, the people around you, miss out on being part of the best version of you. So why does fun matter then in overcoming an eating disorder? Well, fun and laughter can reduce stress and anxiety by increasing levels of the feel-good chemicals in your brain and reducing levels of the stress hormones throughout your body. As many of you know, with an eating disorder, your brain and your body is in a constant state of stress and high anxiety because you're not eating enough and your brain is perceiving that as a threat to your life because not eating enough is a threat to your life. And so you live in a state of high cortisol steaming through your veins and feeling on high alert and anxious all the time. Fun and laughter in your life can help to reduce that cortisol. It can help you feel less stressed and less anxious. And of course, if you're eating a lot more and then you're introducing more fun and laughter into your life, it's a win-win situation at reducing your stress and anxiety. Fun also improves level of depression, it makes you sleep better, and it can help improve your memory. And I know, again, a lot of you with eating disorders probably live with an underlying depression of some level, which is perfectly normal. You have an eating disorder, your life has been completely constrained by an eating disorder for many, many years. And so it's inevitable that you're going to be depressed because anyone who's lived like that's going to have a level of depression. That's inevitable. And eating disorders will also affect your sleep. And many of you might have experienced brain fog through the eating disorder or through the recovery process. But introducing more fun into your life can improve all those things. Fun and laughter can also improve physical and emotional pain perceptions and improve your immunity, your tumour markers, and your risks of heart disease and diabetes. Fun and laughter matters. It makes us better. It makes us healthier. And just a smile in a moment triggers your brain to release neuropeptides, which also help combat stress and boost endorphins, serotonin and dopamine, which make you feel good in yourself. So just even forcing yourself sometimes to smile more can actually tell your brain, yeah, life's good. And then your brain will start to release more of those feel-good chemicals, which then make you want to smile more. And fun through play is shown to protect your brain from degeneration. So age-related brain disorders can be delayed through fun games and activities. Now, if you're a young person listening to this, you might not be too worried about your brain degenerating at the moment. But for those of you who are a little older and going into middle or later life, then you might start to be thinking, hmm, I don't really want to end up with dementia anytime soon. So fun and play can help stave off 
degeneration of your brain and age-related brain disorders. And if you think you're too busy to have fun, and of course eating disorders will persuade you that you're far too busy to do anything other than keep meaninglessly busy and on the go, then it's actually been demonstrated that workers who take time to have fun are more energised, creative and productive in their work. So introduce fun to your day and hopefully you'll feel more energised and productive in whatever it is you're trying to do. And hopefully that might be more productive in beating the eating disorder out of your life because that's the main work that you should be doing in your life right now. So it's really valuable to explore ways to experience fun again as you overcome the eating disorder and to build more feel-good positivity into your life with things that are not related to the addicted pursuit of energy deficit, which is what I consider an eating disorder to be. And if you can introduce more fun into your life, you're going to improve your capacity to connect to your authentic self and develop an identity beyond the eating disorder. And I did a podcast episode a few episodes ago now about identity in recovery, identity with an eating disorder and identity as you're overcoming the eating disorder. So have a listen to that if you haven't already. So in the last bit, I did touch on the topic of play as well. And Dr. Stuart Brown is a psychiatrist, a clinical researcher, and he's the founder of the National Institute of Play and generally considered a play expert. Now, what better thing to be an expert in than play at the end of the day? Now, fun often stems from playing. And as such, Dr. Stuart Brown recognises that play isn't just important for children, for whom play is critical to healthy brain development, but play is really important throughout our lifespan. So when looking at the brain in response to play, Brown's research teams have found that the brain circuits responding to play triggers are located in the same deep survival centres as hunger circuits. And he identifies that play is a physiological necessity in the same way as sleep is. In fact, the higher brain region in humans, which is called the prefrontal cortex, doesn't need to be engaged for us to enjoy and have fun in play. But the act of play itself can really help to shape and develop the prefrontal cortex. And play is also seen to improve a person's quality of life, decrease stress, help us feel connected to a community, reduce feelings of loneliness, and promote optimism and empathy. And Dr. Brown stimulates that lifelong brain plasticity, which is the ability of the brain to continue to learn and change, and which is so critical for rewiring in recovery, is primed by playfulness. And although our approach to play might change as we age, overcoming a bit of inhibition and finding ways to add more play into our lives at any age can only be a good thing. So a quote that really summarises Dr. Brown's message is, the opposite to play is not work, but is depression. So when overcoming the eating disorder feels long, emotional and exhausting, adding some playfulness can make a difference. It can make the process more stimulating, engage your brain in ways that are more likely to be wired in and reduce the anxiety or low mood you might be experiencing. 
So setting yourself challenges with your eating, resting, or how fully you can aim for overshoot, applying a sense of playful curiosity to the process, and playfully seeing how many Smarties are in a giant tube while you consume them all, remove some of the seriousness from the process of recovery. So perhaps it's time to rediscover the ability to do something just for the sheer pleasure of it and for no other reason. Pursuits that will have you happily losing your sense of time and living entirely in the moment. Adopt curiosity and creativity to find focus and passion for things in your life that will bring more fun to it. Rediscover your childhood self and allow their sense of playfulness and pleasure to resurface. If you can, think back to perhaps when you were 10 years old. What things gave you pleasure in life back then? What could you get lost in as a 10-year-old child that you would just lose all sense of time when you were doing it? Those things often still bring us pleasure as an adult, even if they seem a bit silly or a bit daft or maybe a bit juvenile at the moment. There's there's nothing silly about this. There's nothing silly about finding fun and having pleasure in life again. That is so important because otherwise, what is life? Otherwise, it's just going through being miserable every day until, well, until we reach our sticky end. Life should be about so much more than that. And it should be about finding the pleasure in life wherever you can find it. Because you deserve pleasure in life. We only live once after all. And your self-identity is also important in your ability to find more fun. As you build your identity beyond the eating disorder, start to identify as someone who is and has fun. Believe this of yourself and let the fun and playfulness in. It's very definitely okay to be a bit wild and free sometimes. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to let yourself go and be silly and let go of all your inhibitions. Now it's time for you to stop listening to this and go and have some fun. And if you want my recipe for introducing more fun into your life, then here it is. Adopt a little feck it attitude. Become more uninhibited and be true to your natural inner child. And what better place to start than with food and becoming a bit more feck it, uninhibited and letting out your natural inner child with food today. Go do that. And while you're sitting on the couch, just get a little bit crazy with food because you can and you can find fun in it and you can bring the joy and playfulness into it because there's nothing to stop you other than your own brain and your brain has an eating disorder that needs eradicating. So eradicate that eating disorder with playful joy with food today. Because why not? Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.